Welcome back to the Kickback Podcast. Another guest today, rock star extraordinaire, Jordan Polani. Hello. Jordan Polani is extremely talented, just like, I don't know, you have a different, it's like a unique perspective when it comes to like your worth ethic, dude. Like, no, I swear, like every time I see you, you're always fucking on it, it's on everything. On TikTok, you're either making a TikTok or making a new song or planning for a next performance. You're always just on top of your game. I want to say, like, on top of my game, because I fall far behind, just like everyone else. Mm -hmm. Like, I get distracted, or I'm lazy, or stuff like that. But, no, I appreciate that. I can really see you pursuing your dream, you know? <laughs> it's 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 quite powerful in a way, because not a lot of people go and do that anymore. I mean, I don't know. It's like, this is something that I've always dreamt of as a kid, and... You see, it's common in like music and just all, all the other like um, forms of art, like careers where there may not be money unless you're like really big. Mm -hmm. People just give up and they go and submit to like just working a normal nine to five or just doing like construction or something like that. Like, no, Put no the microphone a little bit closer to your mouth. No shame to people who like do construction. Uh, yeah, it's freaking hard work. No, I say that to myself all the time because um, like I just put in my two weeks at where i normally work right and it's tough because it's like this is what you're supposed to do you're supposed to go to a job and but it's like sometimes you just have to take some risks and really go for it and i guess that's what stops a lot of people from doing it yeah i mean bro i still work my nine to five but i don't I don't think I'm anywhere near where I want to be as far as in music and like social media and stuff like that. I was going to ask you that. Where do you see yourself from all this? Realistically, what I want to say is I'm going to be one of the biggest pop stars in the world. I'm mm -hmm. going to be those Justin Bieber, Kid Leroy, mm -hmm. Shawn Mendes types, One Direction, Harry Styles type of people. Um, and I see that for myself, mm -hmm. but like, what's probably going to happen is I just want to make money doing music or social media. Mm -hmm. I, cause I see the passion behind the music that you make, you know, it's comes, I mean, that's how you started in music. You told me last time that that's how you started it from, I guess you said from the breakup. So it's from a feeling, you know, you really feel your music. I definitely do. Uh, music, it's became something that's kind of undescribable like when mm -hmm. i explain people why i do music it's not just one word or one phrase that i could give i do music because i don't know it's something that i can't not do anymore it's just a part of you it's just <laughs> yeah, part of you it's like it's like brushing your teeth like you wake up and you brush your teeth you just wake up and do music yeah it's like music has become something in my life that like if i were to stop doing it i would feel weird that would, yeah, it's like, I get what you mean. Yeah. You just do it every day. You do it all the time. You think of it day and night. What's your next move? Mm -hmm. How do you, I mean, you've come a long way already. Like, even just on TikTok, <laughs> like, you started it for fun, and all of a sudden, how how many followers are you at? Um, 305,000. <laughs> like, that's fucking insane. Like, how do you get to that point? What did you, what were some of the steps, I guess, that you took to get there? Honestly, like, when I started doing TikTok, I did it strictly because I was bored. 
Yeah. Um, when did you start it? Like the, the COVID year, 2020. Okay. Uh, I remember my first my first TikTok. It was me trying to do the smeeze. The we gonna go. Um, mm, <laughs> uh, I, I did that dance in my room with like one of the filters where it's like it duplicates you. Um, and <laughs> Jackson, what's up, man? You come kick it here. Say hi to my little pug, Jackson. This is Jackson, everyone. Like but, Michael. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I started just COVID happened. TikTok was a thing. You probably pick up his breath in the mic. <laughs> I can smell it. I can smell your breath, Jackson. Jackson, down. Down. Come here. Down. <laughs> but yeah, I started um, TikTok in COVID 2020. Um, and yeah, I was just posting videos that I like to post. I posted mm-hmm. videos that like I wasn't following no trends, no sounds. I was just like, oh, this would be cool. Or this would be funny. Mm-hmm. And then You're just having fun with it. Yeah, I was just having fun with it. And then I just kept posting. And yeah, it was cringe. Yeah, people were like, what is he doing? Straight to judgment. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, I didn't know. Like, I didn't care. I just posted. And then once I like, once I hit like around 10K. No, once my first video got like a K view. You were like, oh, like, wow. Videos, I was like, well, this is cool. Like, I didn't expect that. It kind of motivated you to keep posting more? It was easy. I mean, like, TikTok yeah. is real easy. Like, just a short little video. Yeah, and then um, I just kept doing it, and then I met a lot of cool people through TikTok, and uh, I started. Yeah, bro, getting... it's taken you a very long way. Like <laughs> yeah. you met some crazy people that are have huge amounts of followings too. I have. I've met so many cool people through TikTok, and I've found so many like fans, or not even fans, but friends that mm-hmm. through TikTok really support me in my career and stuff like that. So it was cool. Yeah, Eden was telling me that on your guys' tour. <laughs> you guys did that there was people from san francisco who followed you to the next show yeah that's insane yeah there's there's definitely like people who follow me on tiktok who are they know more about my life than like most people do because yeah. i post i post more about my life than like i tell people mm-hmm. so people who are watching my tiktoks like religiously and keeping mm-hmm. up with it they're able to put the puzzle together and really yeah they're like okay this is what he's going through at this current moment yeah i see what jordan is thinking in a way yeah. i get you i get you how do you feel about that having a, such a strong fan base like did you ever imagine <laughs> um see the blue wire push it in there we go good yeah okay um perfect actually it sounds even better <laughs> than before you <laughs> I wouldn't say that I have a huge fan base. Um, but it's a strong like, one. It is a strong one. I remember like when I first got my my first ever like fan. Mm-hmm. They made a fan page about me. It was this girl. Um, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but she's from Toronto. Okay. Uh, she made this fan page about me, and she commented like, "Oh, I love you so much. Like you helped me get through everything I'm going through." And I remember like. That feeling, I was just like, this is cool. Mm-hmm. I remember the exact day it was made. They followed me. My family were making fun of me. They were like, did you make this account? Ah, you got yeah. a fucking fan. Everyone, like, when, I, when it first started, people were like thinking, like, Jordan's just making these accounts himself. And to get it like, like, yeah. yeah okay. He's like trying to make it seem like he has fans. Uh-huh. And then, like, oh, so they thought that it was you? Yeah, they thought it was me. And then when the next one came, and then the next one came, and then the next one came, everyone started to take notice. Like, oh, like these are actual people <laughs> these are making actual these people, accounts. Yeah, that are posting about them. So, 
it was weird. It was really weird at first. And my whole thing is that I advocate that I'm a normal guy. Like, I'm literally just Do you really think that you're a normal guy? I don't think you're a normal guy at all. (laughs) I promise you, if you go to the CPK at the Topanga Mall, and you'll see me just bartending almost every day closing the bar. Because I think think you serve your role as the normal guy for the world, but I don't think you as yourself are a normal guy. Definitely not. I don't think I'm normal. No. Like, that's what I was kind of telling um, Adrian. I was like... You're not average by any means. Like you're doing something that a lot of people aren't doing, man. I think it's something that you have to like start to realize. And I feel like if you're just by realizing that you're above average and that it's okay to be above average, that you're just gonna skyrocket even more. The, that entire group, I don't see them as average at all. Mm-hmm. I see you guys as like uh, as, as artists. <laughs> you know, you think about it like back in the day, like. I guess it, the renaissance artists, like, even they can say, oh, I'm just an average person. It's just I know how to do this. It's like, nah, bro, you're doing something great, you know? Mm-hmm. And even if it's not to its, like, fullest potential, like, you're in a, you're just 20 years old. You're, are you 20 or 21? 21. You're 21 years old. You're just starting out. Like, you have so much time to really, cre- um, I guess, form that, that path of that creative path of music, you know? Build the talent. I don't know, because I guess it's, I guess, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying, is that we're not your normal people. Yeah. Um. But, like, I see it as I'm not, I'm not special. Like, I wasn't, uh-huh. I wasn't born. You're with, not entitled to anything. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't born with some ability that no one, no one else in the world has. But it's like, you've worked very, very hard for it. Yeah. You've taken the time to really put it into thought. Yeah, just like anyone, like. The more you want something and the more you practice something, the better mm-hmm. you're going to be. And that's the thing about you. It's not that you just go and say things. Like, you actually go and do it. Like, oh, <laughs> hey, we're performing here. If you guys want to come, come support. Hey, we're already planning for our next show over here. Oh, we're working on our next song. Oh, we're practicing for our next performance. Like, it's always something. You're always trying to figure something out. Yeah, I mean, if you... The only way you could fail is if you give up. So... Mm-hmm. That's you to decide. Yeah, if something, like, the band, like, we were not doing things for a while. Um, and that was because, like, we all had our our priorities as far as whether that be work, family, whatnot. Um, and then same for me. Like, I didn't release music for a while. And that was because I just, I was focused on other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, sometimes life distracts you, huh? Yeah, like, life sets you back and... You got to focus on what you got to focus on. Uh, mm-hmm. You have your priorities. Exactly. But once you like, it doesn't mean that you stopped. Like most people think like, oh, I haven't done this in a while. It's too late for me to try it again. Like mm-hmm. say college, for example. Mm-hmm. I don't like, don't go to college. It's a waste of money. But say if you like, you were thinking about coming back to college, like it's never too late. Like you yeah. can always go back and get your degree. But I mean, people have that the idea in their head like oh it's too late for me or oh it's been all this time like there's no point but how do you think college has benefited you because you went to what college did you go to you went to pepperdine 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 university right how, you spent four years there uh i graduated in one a year and a half oh wow <laughs> yeah how so was that a year and a half. how was that experience of college honestly because that's what i've noticed that you've gotten the sense of like the the normal life you go to college you have your job you work you're a normal person in society mm-hmm. but then you also have that rock star route i'm telling you that's the only way i see it mm-hmm. that's a rock star 
pop uh, star even a college, star <laughs> a star a college on the real college has done nothing for me really college has done absolutely nothing for me i um it has done one thing and the only thing that college has done is it got me out to la mm-hmm. if it weren't for college i would have never went to malibu and if it weren't for that i would have never stayed in um the place that i'm staying in now which is like the la county area mm-hmm. and then me not being there it would have changed my life drastically i would have never been able to meet some of the people that i've met um like there's so many things that happened once i moved to la yeah that did so many different things for my life yeah it was just by being in that environment mm-hmm. i get what you mean because i remember you were telling us about that that we should go to malibu or mm-hmm. we should go to la and just um I guess, interact with everybody up there. Mm-hmm. And what have you learned from even being in that environment? Like, because you went there f- for school, but you ended up being in the environment that you wanted to. So I guess in a way it worked out. I definitely, it was definitely, um, I wouldn't say a good environment. Well, I love LA. LA is like people trash on LA and stuff like that. But if you really sit back and look at the beauty of LA, it is a place where everybody and anybody can be anyone. Mm-hmm. So you could walk down the street and you'll see a homeless man, but you no did you know that that homeless man was once like a the, five yeah he million was, dollars. He was like well, he was once like the biggest artist ever. He just yeah. did drugs. <laughs> he just went down um, the wrong path. Nah, but for real, uh, LA has been great. Um, I met so many great people. Just to name a few, it's like. The North Star Boys, um, they've been really great in my career. Uh, I met some cool, cool influencers, um, whether that be like TikTok or YouTube, um, some artists, uh, and then my girlfriend, of course. I met her because I was living out in L.A. I think being in that environment, being away from home, being on your own in such a big, big city, mm-hmm. it makes you, it makes you want to like when you have no option. Yeah, but yeah. to succeed, you're going to succeed. Yeah, especially in that like foreign, mm-hmm. I guess it's environment. You don't know what to do, so it's just a matter of just keep doing. Mm-hmm. Like, and that helped a lot with your music? As far as my music, I don't know yet. We're still figuring it out. I'm definitely better as an artist, and I'm definitely um, better as a songwriter. But How often do you write music? I try to write a song every day doesn't always happen but i'm always like thinking of melodies i'm always looking for like new inspiration so every day i'm working on music how often do i write probably like twice every week twice every week yeah realistically damn because i wanted to get started into music a little bit more I've, I've been learning just not even learning just observing how some artists work and that's why i like being in the studio when you guys are like working the chances that i have um been in there mm-hmm. and i've seen you guys work i see you guys i don't know something just hits and it hits at the perfect time and you're like oh yeah like you guys made something good right there mm-hmm. um it's just the building process it definitely is well uh, like for someone who's been through that like wanting mm-hmm. to get into music wanting to do that the easiest way to do that is just go and book a studio session pull up a youtube beat and just write, just write whatever. Even if it's like bad, like just write it and mm-hmm. then sing it, and then you'll have something. 
and then it's kind of like addicting. It's like, oh, you wrote one song and you sang it. Now you want to do another one. Yeah. Um, that's like a tattoo? Yeah, like tattoos. Yeah. Like tattoos. Like uh, once you get one, you just want to keep doing it again. And then as you do it, you'll find yourself getting better and better, whether that be lyrically or through like the way you sound, the mm-hmm. way you're able to control your voice. Uh, just perfecting the craft. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Jackson, the camera. <laughs> you're good um yeah it is about practice like same thing with this podcast i want to be able to do it like all the time because i see how much or how good you can get but just simply doing it all the damn time mm-hmm. <laughs> dude i i'm never around dogs anymore i'm always around these cats so it's so different seeing a dog in the house <laughs> and i used to have a dog i used to have a little chihuahua rat dog named gorda she's at my mom's house but um yeah, it's not too often that I see her. So it's weird seeing a dog. He's a little lover boy. I used to have a pug. Yeah? Yeah. Because yeah. of me, they stole it from yeah. my backyard. Man, I um, I love him. He's uh, he's like a little child to me. I There's definitely like cheaper, better dogs or <laughs> like pugs are pretty expensive and they have a they have their issues. Close your ears, close your ears, close your ears. No, nah, I love him. I, I wouldn't want any other dog. He's All right, chill. Sit. He reminds me of me in some ways. Like, I found him, or he was just walking around uh-huh. at around like two two a.m. Like real dark, like real early. What were you doing out too? I, I wasn't out. It was my brother. My brother was just getting back from work. Oh, um, okay, okay. And he saw him, and he just like told him like he followed he followed my brother into my house, and then um like the next morning my parents left the door open and told him like go leave. And just left the door wide open for him to leave, and he just stayed in the house. And then, and then um, they decided to keep him. And then <laughs> they posted about him. They sent me pictures of him, and I fell in love with him. Like he made me smile. He really made me smile. And then the previous owners, they ended up seeing the message, and they were, they were like, "Can we get him?" And then my mom explained how I <laughs> fell in love with him. <laughs> He's like shoving, going that way. There he goes. There goes Jackson, like Michael. What do you think his name was before you called him Jackson? His name was Pudgy. Pudgy? Yeah, Pudgy. You saved his name. I think Jackson is so much better than Pudgy. Pudgy. I don't know. Like, you have to give your dog a name, and it and it describes their personality, I guess, around it. Mm-hmm. But Pudgy is like you're setting them up. How did you know it was Pudgy? You found, like, a collar? Nah, the previous owner said that his name was Pudgy. Oh, you found the previous owner? Yeah, they reached out to us, and oh. they said... um. They were looking for him, and then when my mom explained that like I fell in love with him, yeah, the owners were like, "Oh, it's okay, you could keep him. We just didn't want him to be coyote food." Oh wow, you would have been coyote food, bro. I lost one of my cats to a coyote, I think. I don't know if it was a coyote, but yeah, he he just disappeared one day, and we waited and for him to come back, and never did. The other day we were upstairs just chilling in my sister's room, and right there in the window because it's in the front of the house. We see two coyotes running down the street. I'm like, everyone put your pets indoors. There's coyotes. There's coyotes. And everybody just comes out and just starts screaming at the coyote. Because people have lost, you know, their pets on this block all the damn time. Yeah. And then right there is like skyline. So they just come down for the rabbits. But then they find a cat or two. Yeah. Or a little dog like that. And they just take them, swoop them up. Speaking of music, let's go back to that. Because we were talking about that. But then Jackson needed some attention. <laughs> yeah. What have you learned through music? What 
because I don't know, there's a lot to learn from it, especially because it's just art at the end of the day. What have you learned from it? What have you implemented into your life from it? Um, what have I learned from music? Um, I've learned a lot through music. Okay, buddy. Okay, buddy. When it comes to pets, I don't think I'm ready for a pet. <laughs> Shit, I wasn't ready for a pet either. But you but, said fuck it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I just fell in love with him. Like I couldn't not have him. I I'm happier with him. Yeah. So man a dog's a man's best friend? No, nah, that guy is my best friend. That guy is like like whenever I'm feeling down, just looking at him just Here's <laughs> Yeah, it cheers me up. Like okay. seeing his little face cheers me up. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Like, I can see it for sure. Like, and he's like a little cuddler. So if you're actually like sleeping, sleeping, he'll just come and lay up next to you. Yeah, just cuddle up. Yeah, he cuddles with you. Nice and snug. Uh, so what did I learn through music? Yeah, music's taught me how to navigate through war this life. Um, music's taught me how to like really be able to express your emotions mm-hmm. but not like not through the way of like talking to people or getting help as far as like um going to a, like a therapist or a counselor but like mm-hmm. it's your version of like helping yourself you yeah, know what it's, I mean? it's basically talking to yourself where are you going <laughs> what if he just stays like that <laughs> the entire podcast just <laughs> Um, yeah. (laughs) So basically, I'm able to put how I feel into Mm -hmm. music. Or even what you're thinking at that current moment. Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, like we mentioned the breakup in the last podcast. Mm -hmm. And just to reiterate on that, um, I went through a terrible, terrible breakup. And I didn't talk to no one about it. Mm -hmm. But I put it into songs. And that's how I coped. That's how I got through my breakup. It Mm -hmm. was... That's how you got to understand the whole premise of what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then even now, like, now I write songs that relate to my everyday life and how, mm-hmm. and I be working a job and I be so alone sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I'm not, I'm not living the best life that I want to. And I put that into music. Um. So, yeah, the biggest conversation starters are either my tattoos uh-huh. Um, my music or me being Filipino. <laughs> That's one <laughs> yeah, of the biggest yeah, those ones. Are the biggest ones. Like everyone asks, "Are you Filipino?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. How? Like from what side? <laughs> no, do you speak the like? No, I don't. Do you speak the Kalo? I don't speak it. Ay nako. <laughs> You're like, oh. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah, like I really gotta catch up. Yeah, but yeah, like music's been a way for me to really. Some of the closest people in my life are all because of music. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because, like, who else would you want to, I guess, hang out with besides people who are doing the same thing you're doing? Exactly. exactly. And one thing that I've been learning is that you guys just like to do it to the best of your potential. Is he stuck? I don't know what it, I thought I saw two people or two things chasing each other. But yeah, you guys all do the same thing together to try to make it as best as possible. You guys are passionate about it. It's very interesting working with other people because, like, in my thing it's more personal you know so i'm doing my podcast editing my podcast publishing my podcast and really don't really get to interact with others in my uh i guess media format of art and you with your music like you get to collaborate with a lot of different artists 
and you even have like your band who you collaborate on the usual mm. yeah i mean it's crazy that you see it that way um for me yeah we are able to collaborate a lot but like just as much as you right it's like it's, it's hard it's lonely like it's you're doing most of the shit by yourself um i have my band and of course we do everything and my bandmates are amazing adrian baki marcello they're they're amazing guys they're very hardworking, very talented mm-hmm. um but then as far as like my own music and the business side of all of our music um i'm pretty much doing that it's adrian and i mm-hmm. every step of the way and you guys are like the the masterminds of the thing would mm-hmm. you say yeah not not the masterminds but more of like just the we're the people that are driving at the moment. Oh, uh, okay, like, okay. It's a car full of idiots, and him and I are just the one, the two idiots behind the wheel. <laughs> two idiots behind the wheel. Yeah. But, I mean, it just needs, all you need is that one person to step up, and then someone else follows. You guys are already at two. Someone else is going to follow, <laughs> and then someone else is going to follow, and then you guys are just going to be on it all the time. Twenty. Like, could you imagine you guys wake up? You guys, all right, guys, what are we going to do? do today what we're gonna create let's go to the studio you guys start rocking out for a little bit see what comes out have you seen um uh queen the movie uh bohemian rhapsody i have not you should watch it everyone says that it's it's such a vibe because you see them work and i feel like you would resonate a lot with it i'm i've gotten to the point where i'm too busy to watch movies like i'm Uh too busy to just I want to watch Netflix. I want to watch movies. I want to go and watch, like, movies. But it's really... Oh, no. I think he's just so excited to be in a new place. Yeah, he's like, there's so much to explore, not just the outside. <laughs> um. Okay, where were we? We were talking about... Uh, we were talking about your band. And you guys working together all the time to create greatness. Yeah, that's the goal. That's for sure the goal. Like, I for sure want to live in a, live in a place where I'm able to wake up and just... Work on music solely. Um, I think about it like having your own castle. <laughs> I swear, I see like in the literal sense, like this is my castle. I am the king of this kingdom right here. So I'm going to make it to the best that I can. Mm-hmm. And it goes with everything. I'm like, okay, well, I'm doing this in this creative space inside of my kingdom. So let's make it badass. I, I see that. It's like you and your bestest of pals and you're just able to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. and growing through passion mm-hmm. it's different what's your mentality going into making a song um like is there a certain process that you do to even start writing a song or you just there are um there are processes that people will say um like oh so first you have to find a melody and then you put lyrics to that melody so like youtube step-by-step tutorial well i mean just like in the industry of music like mm-hmm. there's everyone has their own specific way of songwriting um people will bring you a beat and then they'll say all right we're gonna work around this beat or people will bring you a melody or a song that's already written out and we'll be like all right we're, we're gonna work around this um but ultimately for me i do whatever feels right like i could pull up a beat or if someone sends me a beat i could write to that or if i just have a melody in my head i could come up with a melody and then produce the beat or have adrian or whoever write something like a guitar or something like that to what I have already written. Um, And then as far as like writing, I write on how I feel. So Mm -hmm. 
whatever I feel in the moment, whether that be good, bad, sad, mad, happy, whatever, I'll write a song about it. But then I could also write, say if someone says, all right, Jordan, you got to write a song, a summer song. Mm-hmm. I could put myself in a mindset of, all right, summer, having fun with friends, being happy, yeah. um, dancing, vibey. So. I could see how just from even doing that, like your your mentality becomes more and more unlimited. Mm-hmm. Like, because uh, you're always thinking of something else to create. So I, like at least what I've experienced is that, um, I don't know, my thoughts, because I like writing a lot. I like writing on my journals, everything, even if it doesn't make sense. Like, for example, even for this podcast episode or for the, every podcast episode that I have, I always just, okay, on this piece of paper, I'm going to, I don't know. What's my mind thinking about this person? So I have a piece of paper that says Jordan Polani. And then it's like, what What am I wondering about this guy? Mm-hmm. What What have I observed? What have I learned? What What do I want to learn? Yeah. There's a lot to learn. There is. There is. There's a lot to learn. Um, Yeah, songwriting is the same way. You say, if I want to write a love song, I'll put love. Like, mm-hmm. whether that be on a piece of paper, on notes, on the top of my head, love. What comes to my mind when I think of love? Mm-hmm. And I'll just jot down, like, Warmth, Warmth, beauty, happiness, precious, uh, sunrise, sunsets, holding hands, slow motion, um, Mm -hmm. a thousand miles, um, two worlds collide, like ecstasy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) See, stuff like that. Euphoria. Yeah, I get you. And I mean, we've had fun making your music videos before, man. You know, (laughs) it's like it's always very interesting seeing how one thing can lead to another when it comes to creating. Mm -hmm. And then with the music, there's there's so many... um, I guess it's, it, it's the bigger process than just creating a song. And especially now, like, if you wanted to get bigger, like, yeah, I've seen you post on TikTok. I've seen you talk to different people to learn how to expand your audience or grow even more as much as you can. Jay Bowers, it really stuck with me how he was emphasizing a lot on being 1% better, you know? Because, I mean, I, I can see how some people feel in a way rushed, to like get to where they want to be and because they're not getting the results right away you know sometimes they quit so how do you how do you think you become one percent better every day like what are some things that you do that allow you to become one percent better every day i see you go to the gym a lot yeah i do go to the gym a lot um i work out um i definitely say on top of my fitness not because like i'm a gym head or anything like that but because this industry this line of work that i do like i need to look good i need to look Mm -hmm. i need to have a nice body um but how do i get one percent better every day honestly just being like a good person Mm -hmm. um spreading kindness spreading kindness like i work um i'm a bartender and slash server at a restaurant and that consumed most of my days Mm-hmm. And, like, when I go into work, I, of course, like, I don't want to be there, but I always have to, like, be nice, be kind, smile. Yeah, it's like, um, I'm here, so I'm going to be good at what I do. Yeah. I get what you mean by that. But then, like, on my everyday, day-to-day, like, whether I'm going through, like, a drive through whether I go and eat at a restaurant, whether I, I don't know, go to the gym and play basketball, I always try to... Like, be nice. Encourage people. peace. Yeah, and like, be nice to people. Like, wish people a good day. Say thank you. Um, <laughs> is it pick, is, is, are the mics picking that up? I can hear it a little bit. It's like a very slight... It sounds like a, like a seagull <laughs> in the headphones. 
Yeah, man. Like, uh, sucks that I don't have a better answer to that question, but like, every day. I mean, there's no. That's what I'm saying. It's like you. I don't know what comes up your head. What do you think? What do you do? How do you feel? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to encourage a lot more conversations that we just never have. Or even if it's like a harder question, it's really not all that hard. It's just, I don't know. I, what I've observed for myself is that I tend to say things sometimes, but I limit what I say because I'm afraid of the reaction from it. You know. Yeah. But I've been, limit, I've been taking that away a lot more. So sometimes I just say whatever the fuck I want to say. You know? you. So don't be afraid. Talk, say anything you want. Honestly, like, Chimichangas. Most days, most days you're not gonna get better. Most days, like you think, all right, I'm gonna get this done. I'm gonna get this done. I'm gonna get this done. You're not like it's just not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't get discouraged. Like a lot of the time, when I'm not working on music, or my work, my days are consumed by work, mm-hmm. or it it just didn't go my way. The a motivation of time, aspect. Yeah, of a it. lot of the times I just feel like, damn. I failed, like I, I'm not doing anything, and I get stressed about it. Mm-hmm. But then I just gotta take a deep breath, and I gotta be like, something bigger is in the works. Like one day, I don't know what it is, <laughs> I don't know how it's gonna come, in what way, but it's coming. You know? Yeah, like this one day isn't one day isn't too far away. So, like whatever you're doing, whatever you're going through, whatever you're trying to pursue, it will happen just in due time. It's just a matter of showing up every day, mm-hmm. you know, because, I mean, it's easy to just lie in bed and wait for something to happen. Yeah. And then if it never happens, it's like, well, yeah, because you were in bed. Yeah. Like, you never went out to look for it. Yeah. I see it a lot with you. That's how I feel. Like, even, like, you say I'm doing a lot of stuff. Like, in my mind, I'm like, I could be doing so much more. Mm-hmm. And I blame most of it on, like, work. Mm-hmm. Or, like, even that's why I say college didn't do much for me is because I did school. I did college. What did that do for me? Like, yeah. Again, like, what am I? Like, I got to tell people I graduated. Like, cool. Like, they're proud there. of me? Yeah. Like, for something that I'm not proud of? <laughs> like, is yeah. that going to fucking pay my bills? Is that going to get me to where I want to be? Has it has it made me better in any way in the thing that I want to be better at? Exactly. I get you. Exactly. And then, same with like work. Like, I'll go into work, like, yeah, cool. I'm getting paid and whatnot. But, like, what what, what is this doing for me? Like, mm-hmm. This isn't taking care of me. Like, if I keep doing this, I'm just living paycheck to paycheck to paycheck, clocking in, clocking out, being like a mindless robot. Yeah, and I get you because I'm, I'm telling you, I just put in my two weeks at Best Buy and I'm freaking terrified because, like, even today, I was supposed to go to work today. Mm-hmm. And I, I've said this in the podcast that every single time that I'm, if I have to go to work, like, I'll go to work. I don't mind. You know, mm-hmm. it's, work is work and I already put in my two weeks. So mm-hmm. it's like, who cares? But, I'm going to try to fill it in with having somebody on. So even by having you here, it kind of motivates me to have somebody else on or have somebody else on and keep going and keep going and keep going and keep, I don't know, talking to people, learning something. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is so much more worth it. Like I I go to work, clock in, how you said, get paid little money that barely pays off bills. You're not living. You're just spending all your time working. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, I feel like... It, I'd be more mad at myself by staying there, like in the future, than not doing what I wanted to do. Yeah. In my mind, I feel like we all have this idea of a clock in our head. Yeah. We have, we have X amount of time to do what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, some of our clocks are large. Some of our clocks are small. Yeah. But like, I feel like 
my window for music, entertainment, social media, it's coming to a close. And, like, you might not say that, and most people might not say that. Like, you're 21, you're young. In my mind, personally, I feel like I got I got to do something by the end of this year, otherwise I failed. And it's a lot, me. yeah. So that's why you see me doing all the things that I'm doing is because me, it's like if I don't get this done, then I failed. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't want to fail. And so sometimes it's just a matter of having that, I guess that personal meeting with yourself, just sitting in front of a paper and just saying, okay, what am I going to do next? I'm here. This is what I'm building. How am I going to branch out? How am I going to make it bigger in this aspect, in this area, in this website, in this space, you know? Exactly. And that's hard. That's mm-hmm. so fucking hard. And it's, not, by that's, that's supposed to. Yeah. it's hard to do by yourself. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, a lot of people stop. It's because they don't have anyone else to rely on. Yeah. And, like, for me, like, I'm not alone. Like, sometimes I feel alone, but I'm not alone. Like, uh, me and Diego, we have this... <laughs> We have this uh, funny like arrangement going on. It's like a race to the top. Him yeah. and I were racing to the top. Like which one of us will make it first? And it's not like oh I'm better than you. It's like let's just, make each other better. Yeah, we make each other better, and that's the biggest thing. It's like we mo- we're motivated by each other just because of how we are mentally. Mm-hmm. So what he's doing, it's all him. He's doing it on his own, and I'm proud of that. And what I'm doing is all me. I'm doing it on my own. And then us two, like, we're seeing that, taking notice of it. And it's like, okay, now what am I going to do to top that? What am yeah. I going to do to top that? Mm-hmm. And then we're both just still helping each other along the way. So it's amazing. Yeah, you guys are in, in the same line of work. You guys work with each other all the damn time. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's really good that you're hanging out with those kind of friends. I really do like having those friends in our lives. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you guys are doing something very, very different. I don't know, because college has always been the normal way to go. Like, I tried college for, what, two quarters for film, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, yeah, this is not for me. Same thing with work. This is not for me. And there's a lot of people that get to do that. And sometimes I it's hard coming to the understanding of there's somebody else who would love to get this job that I have. And I'm over here not appreciating it to its fullest. Mm-hmm. I already did the appreciation for it. But I know that there's something else for me that I'd rather much spend my time doing. And when it comes to you with your music, I feel like if you guys were to do it all the time and like be 100% in it, even if there's like, um, I guess, deeper suffering that comes along with it, you know, like harder times, it's supposed to be hard. That's how you said a lot of people, they just quit because it's too hard for them to keep going. And it's so sad to see because it's like, dude, you could have been something great, but you got scared, you know? And it really is just fear at the end of the day. Yeah, and a lot of people see it that way too. Like, um, a lot of older adults um, nowadays, they'll see it and they'll be like, oh, why don't you want to go to college? Or you need to worry about college. You need to worry about, like... You need to have a role in this world. Yeah, you got to set yourself up to have a successful job that pays X amount of money. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's just not that life for some people and that's what that's what i really 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 advocate for it's like for me it's because i see a limit what was that (laughs) i did the life of going to college getting my degree and like i'm still not happy i uh i did it a lot for my parents so (laughs) i wanted to do that for them because I owed that to them. Yeah, once you stop doing things for other people, 
That's when you'll really, really <laughs> fine. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. It's really hard to get to that that mindset of like stopping, I guess, doing stuff for people. But it's more like, you know, you know how much you'll give back. Like once you really get down to it. So it's like I'm doing the most for me to do the most for you, to give the most to you. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like even with my girlfriend, I, I tell her all the time, I'm like, listen, I'm trying to be the best. Right. And. By me being the best, it's also it's like I'm the best for me, but to be the best for you, you know? So I guess at the end of the day, it is really about just doing what you want to do and living the way you want to do it. It's harder to get to that state, especially because we lived up in, we grew up like more traditional in a way where you just go to work, you go to the job, you provide for your family, you stay home, you know, you build your, you have your rule, right? And I guess we're younger, so we got the upper and our generation is like a lot faster. So we got the opportunity to just keep going and keep going. You've seen how far you can get and you've seen how far others have gotten. So it's like if they can do it, I know I can do it. It's just I'm still serving my purpose for everyone else. Yeah, yeah, I guess. My thing is I just I want to be able to not not need anyone. Like I we talked about me coming back home mm-hmm. and I do that, but. I just. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long one. You were just like, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Why am I waiting again? <laughs> um, I just, I don't want to be a burden. Like, I would hate for my parents to think that they have to take care of me. Because they did that for so long. And mm-hmm. your parents are always going to take care of you. But me as a person, as a man, as an individual. Yeah. I just... <laughs> <laughs> we just do that every single time? I just... I don't want to do that. And yeah. I don't want to do that to anybody, really. Like, I want to be able to be fully um, self-independent, uh, take care of what I got to do on my own. Because I, I understand that part. Um, and it's it's like uh, you want to be in control of everything that you do, right? You know? it's Because like, you know you can do it. So you don't want to ask for help. For me, it's not really about asking for help. It's just that having my family understand exactly what I'm thinking and how I'm going to get to where I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's like, listen, this is how it, it's going to be. If I'm in your way, like, let me know. But I don't want to be in your way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see that with your parents. Like, they really do support you in the things that you do. And they see the potential that you have within you, like, in your art. Mm-hmm. So even when it comes to that, it's like, man, that's your family. Like, I wouldn't say use them, but they're a resource, you know, and they're there. They don't mind helping you at all. That's what I've seen. You know, they want you to be great. And, you know, it's how great would it be to see your son be great and be happy about being great? You know what I mean? I love my parents. My parents are my biggest fans, my biggest supporters, my biggest role models. And I I owe them everything. And that's why I'm so set on doing this alone. It's because I want them to be like, wow once i do give back to them like mm-hmm. all that work he put in and he gave it back to us so yeah like it's just a matter of coming to an understanding that there's things that need to be done and there's risks that need to be taken mm-hmm. you know and it's about getting to those risks and not worrying about i guess not having even failing in mind like i guess you do have to consider it like this could go wrong but i'm not going to focus on that that's like i'm just going to keep doing 
And that's the thing. It's, it's fucking hard figuring out what the right choice is because sometimes there is no right choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's like, I don't know. You don't know what the future holds ever. I don't know what the future holds with this. I don't know about anything. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, you know? But all I can do is just keep doing what I'm doing and keep doing it to the best. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you can be wherever you are. You can be in L.A. You can be in fucking, I don't know, Bakersfield. Or you can be home, but that mentality that you have is it that goes with you everywhere. That's what I'm saying, and you have it. It's just a matter of being comfortable and doing it. I guess you can say. How do you think about that? What's up, man? I, <laughs> You're so big. I just don't want to. I don't want to make the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. So say if I. Like, I do come back home. I don't want to regret that. I don't want to be like, I should have. I, I, I never want to be like, I should have done this. Well, I mean, like, look at the look at the name of your band. Forget tomorrow. <laughs> Forget about tomorrow, but just focus on doing what you got to do. Like, tomorrow will come and we'll focus on that. But right now, we have this to make. We have this to focus on. We have this to create. And we have this much to get better. So let's do it. You know what I mean? And that whole like thing of like doing the right choice, doing the right answer, you know, right or wrong. It's one of those things that it's one of those. It's a human thing. You know, I, and when I say that, it's like um, you limit yourself like, oh, I'm going to go do this because it's the right thing to do. But it's like, according to who, you know, it's the right thing for them. But for them, it's going to be the wrong thing. And for them is the most terrible thing. And for them, it's the best thing. You know, so it's, everyone's going to be thinking there's no there's not going to be a right answer or a wrong answer you know it, it's more of a feeling of what feels right to do trusting your gut and just taking that that risk i guess that leap of faith and you've done it before a couple of times yeah. you know it's just another one another shift that's going to happen that the only thing you could do is be in position stay ready i get you i yeah i want to i want to take that risk but I don't know. I just, I need one more thing to tell me what to do. Like, I just need a sign. Like, I need something to happen in order for me to be more confident in, okay, that's what I'm doing. Well, I mean, maybe, um, I'm not trying to say anything, but it's like, maybe I'm that thing. Maybe I'm here (laughs) telling you, bro, take that fucking leap of faith. Like, I'm, it's terrifying. I know, like, just like what you're going to lose out on right but at the same time if you just focus on what you're going to lose out on it's like what what are you going to gain that you can miss out on you know it's it like living in regret i guess in a way (laughs) he has no idea what's going on he's just that's what i'm saying he has no idea nor does he care about anything that's going on around him he's just doing him there's no one here to tell him what's right and what's wrong besides when he's doing something that interacts with somebody else's stuff. You know what I mean? Same thing with you. Like, you can really just do whatever you want. And if you are if you don't do something, it's because you're doing it for somebody else. But it's like, nah. At the end of the day, like, within you, you know what's to come from this. And it's nothing but good. And how much more you can benefit to everyone. 
by going against it's like uh that saying of like taking one step back to take two steps further it's one of those things it's like i have to let go of all of this but i know how much i'm gonna gain yeah you know yeah i I definitely hear you out and it's a lot to think about it's a decision that when i do make um I'm, it's going to be a lot of time put into, and it'll be a, a change for sure. And it's coming soon, actually. It might happen sooner than everyone thinks. Yeah, man. Like, the the performance video, like, I already got a sneak peek of it, and I saw something. It was, it was that sense of, I don't know if it's the right word, authenticity. I don't know if, authentic- if authenticity is the word, but it, it really showed you guys just, I don't know, taking out the professionalism and just simply having fun and doing it. That's what I really got from the video. Because mm-hmm. I've seen how um, how much time and effort you guys put into your like actual music videos. You know, you guys plan it out. On this date, we're going to go here. We're going to get these shots. We're going to put it together on this date. We're going to edit. We're going to publish. You know, all of that promote. But I don't know. It was just, it was cool seeing you guys do it in a less, I guess, worrisome manner. You know, if it's because like even Aiden, after he showed me, he was like, yeah, I got to fix that part and this part and that part because I don't like it. I'm like, dude, see, you're being too, a little too hard on yourself because I get it. Like it could be better. There's probably a better decision on it. But me seeing it just as like a like a regular viewer just watching it, it's badass. I would have never even thought about switching anything up. I just took it for what it was, and I saw the beauty in it. Mm-hmm. And the people who don't see the beauty in it, it's like who cares? Like they'll just leave and it doesn't make any impact. I get you. I think one thing that's gonna be, I'm talking as if I'm moving back, but. If I do decide to come back home, what I bring back mm-hmm. is going to big things for the band and all of us. You're coming around. back with experience, bro. Yeah, I'm coming back with, okay, I was over there. I went to these parties. I met these people. I know how they work. I know how they act. I know what it takes to do what they do. So let's fucking do it. Exactly. And if I come back, there's no point in me having like a nine to five. I'm just going to live with my parents and dude time. Like you have so much fucking time to just do whatever all day long. Like who's going to tell you, Oh Jordan, you can't stay up till 3am working on music because <laughs> it's like, no, nah, if you really wanted to, you get up, you make yourself some breakfast, you have a cup of coffee, you go to work, you start writing, start chilling, start learning. You create something new. You work on it all day long. You do it again the next day. And people are like, oh, my God, it's just a lot of work. Well, it's like, well, you're over here willing to go work in a nine to five, you know, and be there for a very long time and be miserable all the time while doing it. You know, so it's like, don't complain. Like now you're actually doing what you want to do. In all reality, this is what you want to do. So it's like, why? Let's just enjoy it and just do it all the time. Like Mm -hmm. a kid, you know. What does a kid do all the time? He plays. Yeah. Well, I don't know about these kids anymore. They're just on the fucking tablets the entire time. <laughs> you know? But, but me as a kid, I'd finish my homework and I'd just end up drawing all day long or I'd just go outside and start playing with my friends. How, like, because we live in, like, in the apartment complexes. So they would all come out and we'd just play around the apartments. Mm-hmm. 
you know it, it's it gives you i guess a sense of liberty a sense of peace a sense of freedom and as a creative i i think that's like the biggest things that you want i think that's where the most beautiful projects come out he's still finally laying down yeah thank god he's just looking into the outside like oh. thank god he's finally chill <laughs> okay um but yeah no you're right you're understood right having the time i think that's the biggest thing that i'm stressed about is time and coming back home will solve that it will be like so refreshing to just not mm-hmm. worry about going to work mm-hmm. and it's that having having that trust and faith from your parents like and they have it you know they they support you all the way so it's like hey i'm moving back but i need you guys to keep me like this too like put me in check if you guys see me slacking in a way don't i mean don't like be an ass about it towards me but like you know put me on track because you see the potential i see the potential we're all in this thing together to have something great so it's like kind of keep me on that mentality you know having those people around you all the time i said alone right it's cool to be alone sometimes it's cool being comfortable comfortable alone because i guess you get that confidence but being around the people who are there to like i guess put you in check all the time and um making sure that you're doing your best even when you don't want to do it like it helps out so much like i could say with me and my girlfriend or my dad like even just having a, a conversation all the time about anything it it sets me on the right track i'm like i know what i'm working for and I know how much harder I have to do it. So let's get to it, you know? Mm. And I don't know. I, I can see you being in that mentality even at home, you know? So what do you think would, like, set you back from being at home, you know? What are, what are the, like, the pros and cons? Well, the funny thing is, is I didn't even talk to this about, like, my parents. <laughs> so yeah, they have no clue or I don't even know if they'd want that, but... The pros and cons, let's start with the cons. I'm farther from LA, which is the mecca of entertainment. So whether that be an event or a collab or anything like that, Mm -hmm. I'll have to add an hour, 45, Mm -hmm. three hours round trip um, just to go. And then... Uh, income, I'd be losing my source of income, which is my job over there. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, even with money, like, there's money to be made anywhere. Yeah. Help somebody with a song. You can mm-hmm. just, I don't know. You just, you just got to be creative with it. Like, yeah. you'll find a way to make money for sure. Um, Maybe you even go harder on your YouTube and just, you know. I guess you. Or s- social media in general. Uh, another comment would be, like, my girlfriend. Uh, she's out in LA, so I even now I spend most, if not every hour, I'm now working with her, mm-hmm. and I love it. I love so spending cool. time with her. Um, but me being farther from her, I won't be able to be with her all the time, which is which is not a bad thing. But um, like, I I have that same conversation with my girlfriend. Like, I wish I could be with you all the time. I wish I could hang out with you and just spend time. It's so amazing, but. I know that I have to be away in order to do this. Mm-hmm. Please support me. Like, 
again, keep me on track. Make me feel the best too. Because I know how far I can get. But I need you to know how far I can get too. And let's get there. Yeah. And the same thing, like, I'll help you out. You want to do, you have a big dream ahead of you. Like, let's get to it. I'll help you. And that's what I'm saying. That's, I, in the relationship aspect, I think that's where a lot of relationships don't end up happening. That they see a big struggle, struggle up ahead, but they're not willing to go into that struggle together. You know, it's like, and it's just about having that conversation. Like, are you, are you ready to do this with me? Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah. I'm 100% in. Let's get it. Yeah. No, me and my relationship, we're great. She's great. And we for sure Heck yeah. understand that about each other. Um, I just, it would suck not being with her. Yeah. So that's a con. Um, and then, other than that, those are the only cons. And then the pros would be like, I'd be around Adrian and Diego and uh we'd be able to work on more music with my band and myself mm-hmm. um i wouldn't have to worry about rent because i'd just be with my parents um i don't know so the thing is, is yes i don't have to worry about rent yes i'll be with my parents but like i don't want to do that like i don't want my parents to have to pay for me mm-hmm. like they they already have worked so much of their life to provide for kids or for their kids, for me mm-hmm. and my siblings. It's like me coming back home just feels so like. I think it's it's your ego speaking in it a little bit like, uh, like, nah, I don't need it. I don't need it. But it's it's think about like a collaborative effort. You know, that's how I would go into thinking about it. Like, uh, let's work together. I definitely I wanted to get a tattoo that was like kill the ego. Because mm-hmm. my ego, it's not it's not like I'm full of myself. Like, I'm not, oh, yeah, I'm, I don't need nobody in yeah. my life. It's more like, I don't want to put anybody, like, I don't want to affect anyone else's life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a burden to anybody. Well, I think just going to that mentality that you're not a burden, you know? It's like, I'm here. I love you guys. I'm so happy that I'm here with you guys again. Um, let's make this place a happy place to be for all of us. You know, I'm not here trying to cause any problems. I'm not here to, you know, be a burden. How you said, I don't want to be a burden. But if circumstances come down to it and I'm seeing the benefits to this situation, like, let's do it. I'm down. I don't know. It's, it's going to be like a, a mental warfare that you're going to have to go through for a little bit. But... It will be. I'll be. I'll definitely be having battles in my head as far as in like, did what I do? Mm-hmm. Was that the right choice? And it's conversations that we're scared of. Like you, you said, I've never had this conversation with my parents. Mm-hmm. It's like just go talk to them, see what they say. If, if you know, and even if they say like, no, you can't stay here, you can't, like, you know, or something like that. It's like okay, so that's eliminated it kind of clears up what you have to do next, you know? Mm-hmm. It's based out of fear, I think. Definitely yeah. is. I I know that if I didn't have an ego, if I wasn't scared, then I would for sure just come back home, work on music all the time, and that'll be the end of it. It's like um, you got a sense of your independency, right? 
like you got the time and experience to be able to enjoy that that feeling of being alone you know kind of learn from it but it's like how jay bowers brought up if you love it you gotta let it go sometimes and it's gonna come right back to you it's the same thing with la i mean yeah you got to experience it you got to see the beauties of it got to meet some beautiful people have some great experiences and yeah you might have to like step away for a little bit but you're gonna learn something brand new in this brand new environment that you haven't that you used to I, I don't know. You're going to come back with a different perspective on that same environment that you used to be in. The more professional aspect, the more business aspect, work ethic, kind of that it comes down to it. And it's about just staying disciplined to yourself, you know? Yeah. But another thing is, like, two points. A lot of people don't come back from that. Like, once you are living with your parents or, yeah, you moved out and you come back, people don't ever go back or like people have but it's also a possibility that you just stay there which is mm -hmm. not like i would rather be homeless uh -huh. i don't want to live with my parents mm -hmm. my whole life if they live with me that's cool like if it's my place and they stay with me i'm fine with that do you think working at a nine to five is going to allow you for them to live with you no not at all yeah so we go to like the same thing. It's like, you know what you have to do, dog. It's just a matter of getting a little uncomfortable. And then the second point is like, Corona mm -hmm. isn't the place to be. Like, mm -hmm. no one here, no one here is going to do anything for me. Like, mm -hmm. I have more of a chance of being a bartender and like someone just coming up to me like, hey, you're really attractive. Come do this. Than me being Corona and just you think so? Just because all the money, corporations, businesses, mm -hmm. entertainment—it's all in LA. So even in Corona, I promise you, like, say if we like anything really huge, it's gonna be like, oh, drive out to LA, mm -hmm. and it's like, okay. So no one in Corona, like. I don't want to talk down on the city, but, like, the only people that are really, really doing shit out here mm -hmm. are people who moved out here or people, like, in our circle. Mm -hmm. well, that's what I'm saying. We have our circle, bro. I, I'm a big, I guess, I don't know if the ambassador is the word, but I, I love the idea of having a circle. A tight circle. There's like everyone's living up to a standard. And if you are not living up to that standard, like we're going to check you. Like what's what's going on? Well, you know what you have to do, but you're not doing it. So what's up? Do you want to be in our circle? Do you want to stay? And sometimes you got to, I guess, detach yourself from one circle to go to another to learn something new. But you know, like how, how powerful having a strong circle, a strong foundation can be. I got you. Dude, you're 21. Like, you can go back to L.A. Like, you already have a whole bunch of friends that are in L.A. So, like, you have reasons to go back at any moment. Hey, um, but, like, like, yeah, you can go to a party in L.A. and meet more connections or go to a studio session in L.A. And, yeah, it's going to be a drive. But at the end of the day, it's like um, you're working on you. You're working at you anywhere. Imagine just being in your bedroom. Some of the greatest... Um, 
albums, greatest artists do their best work, like J. Cole in a freaking tour bus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the only limitation when it comes to creativity is you. That's you know? true. LA is a place. It's beautiful. There's a lot to learn from it, but there's a lot to learn from anywhere that you're at. Um, and I, th- I think you learned a lot from LA already, you know? So it's, it's going to give you the time, the peace, and I guess the tranquility of just being able to focus everything that you've learned and create something new. It's it's a it's a perspective that you guess you have to get to, um, and I've been doing it myself for quite a while. Like I'm learning a lot. It's it's very strange trying to understand these things because you never know, right? You can't predict the future, but all you can do is trust in yourself, have some faith, and I don't know, believe that God has something in store for you. And that's all I can say. That's all that advice I can give you, I guess, for you moving back. Mm-hmm. I don't see, I don't know. Coming back to where you started, you're going to learn something new. <laughs> I promise you. Like, I can see it. Yeah. I so, don't know. The city has its goods and its bads. Like, a lot of me was created here. Mm-hmm. But then a lot of me, the parts that I didn't like, I was able to get away from. Like, I'm not the person that I used to be in high school, but that person in high school still lives here. Mm -hmm. Like, when I come back here and I'm with my parents, like, I'm still me now, but it's hard to explain. Like, the Jordan that was here... Mm-hmm. he was very much not who I am today. So me coming back, it would be You've like... You've grown a lot, yeah. Yeah. Me coming back, it would be like... I wouldn't... It wouldn't be the same. Like, yeah, it wouldn't just be, oh, back to how things used to be. Yeah, that's expected for sure. Um, Like, even me, I moved back over here from my mom's house, back with my dad. I didn't really, like... I wasn't really associated with them all that much. Um, but it was just that same thing. I mean, how did you feel when you moved out to L.A.? I moved to L.A. at a real sad point in my life. So I was I was focusing on just becoming a new person. It was a fresh start. No one knew anything about me. I was able to be Jordan Polani. Mm-hmm. I was able to... Say I do music. People didn't be like, "Oh, you went to this high school. You play basketball. Oh, you're this oh, this you. one sibling." Yeah. yeah, like no one knew me, and mm-hmm. I was able to create something. Mm-hmm. So coming back here, now people know what they think of me, mm-hmm. and I just I don't know. It would be weird. You know what I say? Fuck it. <laughs> For real. Like, Fuck it. um, it's a matter of, like, I don't really go out to, like, there's a lot of things that people do that our age normally do. Like, go, they go to clubs, they go out for drinks, they go out to this restaurant together. They, But me, it's more like, I know what I have to do. All of that cool stuff, I'll get to. And then I'll get to enjoy to, like, the max. 
without having any anything else in my mind saying like, oh, fuck, I have to go do that for that person. I have to go do that for this job. I have to go do this for the world. You know, it's like I've already done everything I need to do for me. And with that, my contribution to the world will be so much bigger and it'd be in however I decide to do it. You know, like if I wanted to contribute to my friends, like, let's get this same thing. Like if you really wanted to really grow your music, your circle here can you guys can elevate each other. And you guys have seen how you guys can elevate each other before, how you guys come into that symphony of just spitting out ideas and creating something new and then just expanding. 100%. These guys are on it, bro. Yeah. I know that those the people there in L.A., they have already done it. And um, I guess there's some experience that you may miss out on. But um, I don't know, something of just doing it yourself sometimes, even if it means kind of falling back and putting your ego aside to rely on somebody for a little bit, it could teach you a lot. You know, it's it's time, you know? And at 21 years old, you have a fuck ton of it. You know, so if you wanted to go back to LA and get started in that industry again, I know it's going to be hard, but it's definitely possible. I mean, you're over there at 21 years old. Who knows, like, in 24, you're living over there and you've made it all of a sudden. Like, we've seen people's lives changed in a matter of an instant, you know? And it's a matter of how they continue to do it, you know? Are you going to stay behind? Because you can go to L.A. and, yeah, live there and have all these people around you. But if you're not doing things the way that you wish you could all the way, like, what's the point, you know? It's just a place. Jackson's scratching. He has a cone of shame right now. You know, and same thing here. It's like uh, you you know what you got to do is just a matter of doing it and keep doing it and keep growing and keep building, keep creating. And then only then I think you'll be able to just keep living, like truly living. Because, yeah, you, get, you can get picked up by being, you know, good looking at a bartender by somebody in L.A. Cool. But, you know, there's going to be I, I think there's going to be a limit in your crossroad. And if you set yourself with no limits, you're going to keep going, dog. I needed this. I needed this <laughs> talk. I needed it bad. Um, it's about figuring shit out. We're all figuring shit out together, you know? But we all have that same goal of becoming great. So what's so wrong with that? I get you. You know? The world's going to think that you're not holding up your priority, like, at your job. And it's like, yeah, so I hurt my feet. Sorry it hurt your feelings, but you're going to get over it. If I stay here, I'm never going to get over it. It's going to, you're going to regret it a lot more. That I sacrificed, what, 17 bucks an hour plus tips or something working this job when I could have just been. And with my family, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you you um damn, you made me think of it in a whole new light. Man, cuz I'm gonna tell you right now, like it's tiring. Mm -hmm. Like people don't see it on social media, but bro, working a 9 to 5 and living on your own, it's tiring. Like, dead ass, I don't, 
I don't eat as much as I should be. Yeah. Because um, I, one, don't have the time to. I don't really like eating. And then I also sometimes can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Like, I've I've known what it feels like to have money. I know what it feels like to not be able to spend money. Um, I know what it feels like to not know where you're going to be sleeping. Um, and then having to still make content, work on music, go to work, balance life, balance your priorities and what you want to do. It's like you have to, you have three things, passion, work, and love. And you have to find a way for all those things to coincide. And mm-hmm. it's hard. It's really difficult. Yeah. I I, I think I know what I got to do. And you have to have that conversation with yourself. It, it is. It, you know? It's a conversation with yourself. I said it in the last podcast episode with Adrian that I stood in front of a mirror and just talked to myself for like, an hour straight dude like i looked at myself for like a good 30 minutes like just looking at myself all the way through for everything that i had to offer and i was like okay and then just words just started coming out and it's crazy dude just conversations how much you learn from them like it i'm telling you like my my world my house everything is crumbling before me like i'm i'm losing i could be losing everything like i've come to that um i guess little painting that it could be like that so i'm like i'm already losing everything if i lose my job like so be it there's another job waiting for me somewhere else if i really wanted to but like this is the job i already got my other job i love communicating with people i love learning and i don't like limiting myself when it comes to learning from other people you know and that's what i'm like doing here i'm learning a lot from you and Hopefully you're learning a lot from me. I guess it seems like you've shifted your perspective of your, your perspective a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like what I like doing. I like sharing perspectives. Mm-hmm. And if even if I lose my house, if I lose my job, if I lose that, I think if I were to lose everything, the one thing that I do want to carry over is this: just learning through conversation yeah. and sharing your ideas and I don't know, opening brand new perspectives towards life. You know, that's powerful because trust me, same exact thing. Like I'm basically leaving this life that I was building for myself for the Mm -hmm. last two years in L.A. And I look at it as, uh, oh, it got too hard for you. Like you couldn't make it out here. But that's not the case. Mm -mm. And it's my ego telling me that. So I get what you mean. Like, I say it's not like you're leaving it. It's just you're letting it go with love. Yeah. And I've like I've had this conversation with uh, my buddy Miles and he he does the same thing. Like he lives with his parents and he's basically just plotting until he could live on his own. Like if you really wanted to, like in a month, you could create a brand new album. You know, by just sticking to, I wake up and I'm working on my craft, becoming 1% better every day to the fullest. That 1% is going to count a lot in that total span, you know? But if you're 
if you can't even focus on that 1% every day, yeah, you said, you know, you don't have the, I guess, the freedom in your mind to do it or even in your time to do it, like, it's going to take so long. I could see much more progress being done by sacrificing and letting go of a lot of things that it, they're really nice to have and experience because I know I'm going to come back to them, you know? If I want to go clubbing at 30 in Dubai, like, I'll do it. But my friends that are clubbing now and spend all their time doing that now and pretending that they can do that now when their minds are some, somewhere else in their responsibilities. Like, yeah, you're enjoying it, but boom, snap back to reality. It's like, I want that reality to always be a reality. Yeah. You know? That's kind of enforced. I kind of enforce that a little bit more on my friends. Because, you know, I see the greatness in them. I see the greatness in you. Thank you. Like, every time I call you a rock star, it really is like, dude, <laughs> you're a rock star. You're, you don't even know it. Thank you. Thank you. That word. That f that's one of the biggest things that I think I'm, I'm not able to process yet. Like, in my mind, I'm not. But to others, just like you, or whether fans of me, or my... Even my parents, like my dad just started calling me rock star. Mm -hmm. um, my girlfriend, she calls me a rock star. I wish I could see myself through the perspective of someone else. Why don't you think you see yourself in that perspective? Like what stops you from seeing yourself as a rock star? I know how much I could be doing. And I know, like I told you, I lived it. I've been surrounded by people who are quote-unquote rock stars people who are doing music social media full-time they're getting paid for it i've been in that scenario and i see what they're doing and it's like i can do that mm -hmm. i'm able to do that mm -hmm. but i'm still working a nine-to-five no one's paying for me to do these no one's reaching out to want to do work with me how many and people do you think you can reach out to if you skip the day of work and you dedicated that day to just reaching out to different people as far as in what anything and anything you wanted to reach out about like music hey we're we're forget tomorrow we have a lot of plans this and that hopefully you keep us in mind blah 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 blah, blah. thank you for listening i don't know even messages like and sharing gratitude can go a long way. One connection can lead to another and boom. It's it was it's about being in position again, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm a I won't see myself as a rock star mm -hmm. until someone who has the financial ability to see that's not even a thing yeah because it's like what if they never come i won't see myself as a rock star until it's just you dog <laughs> i don't know i i think yeah see because People look at me, or not even people, but I have followers or people listen to my music. 
it's just me. Like, I'm not letting myself. And that doesn't go anywhere. You can be anywhere, brother. You're you, dog. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people will have different, I guess, um, mentalities against towards you in different places. Oh, and here in this place, you're Jordan Polani. Here, you're, you know, Jordan Polani, but this kind of Jordan Polani. But it's, I think that's the cool thing about art. Um, Rick Rubin says uh, that art is just a collection of your memories, your experiences, all of your moments, right? Put together into this beautiful symphony that you call in your art, whether it be in your, in your music or for me in drawing or in podcasting, you know? And I, th- I think that's what you have to do is really appreciate all of the moments, all the experiences that you've been through. And not really split them apart because at the end of the day, they all came together. You've gotten different perspectives from different places, from different people. And it's allowed you to come up with this whole new, this whole new perspective, you know. And it's just a matter of you sharing your perspective. And in your case, it's your art form of music. I think a lot of people are like me and it's like mm-hmm. they don't see their truest potential like i'll say i know i could be like a kid Leroy, justin bieber but i sometimes i don't feel it and that's normal i think Mm -hmm. just because we doubt ourselves yeah self-doubt's the biggest killer of artists yeah and i think the only way to overcome that is like you said talking to myself yeah really really talking to myself because you get to understand yourself to the fullest depths Mm -hmm. it's like why am i thinking this why am i conflicted you know let's let's come to peace let's come to terms with this Mm -hmm. and as as a dude like that's the biggest beauty of the world just having peace you know Mm -hmm. that's why i like being with my girlfriend because she brings me peace that like peace of mind of just hell yeah (sighs) you know what i mean hell yeah I guess you, 100%. I don't know. It's so valuable. Mm-hmm. And then adding art to it, how much more peaceful can it get? I guess you. There's a lot of stuff that's coming your way, bro. I'm telling you, you just got to be ready for it. And believe, truly believe that you're a rock star. Like, And that's okay. Like, no, bro. Like, I'm doing this. I see myself in the lanes of these people that I look up to. So might as well just own up to it now. Like, no, I'm a fucking rock star. Don't forget it. You know what I mean? I love you. I'll treat you with, you know, the the biggest kindness in the world. But I've worked very, very hard and I'm proud of it. You know what I mean? I think, I don't know what moment in my life, but when I think I humbled myself, Mm -hmm. but then I did it too much to the extent where I became insecure mm-hmm. where i controlled like okay you're not the shit like don't talk to don't talk like you are the shit because you're not mm-hmm. but then also don't put down the good things that you're doing yeah don't shun away from them yeah mm-hmm. so i think i think that's what happened was at one point in my life i was very cocky egotistical full of myself mm-hmm. i was able to bring it back but once I brought it back, I wasn't able to also remember being confident, not in a cocky way, but just confident. So I need to be able to love my or love myself or mm-hmm. just be full of myself in a good way. Mm-hmm. It's 
don't know, bro. It's it's a mentality that you that it takes a while to tap into, and sometimes you do I guess have to put ego in check. But it's cool because you recognize when the ego starts rising up. You're like, nah, that shit needs to stop. I know where I'm at. I yeah. have that feeling in my heart, and it's that I'm the best at what I'm doing, and I'm doing it every day. I'm proud of what I do. I'm happy with what I do. Nobody can take that away from me. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I still love everyone. I still treat everyone with kindness. I'm still the same person. I'm still Jordan, you know? Yeah. That's one thing I just, I don't ever want people to think I'm full of myself or have an mm-hmm. ego. Like, I think that's why I hate the word, or when people call me like a rock star, a pop star, a superstar, is because I see it and like, ew, I'm not that. The ego that comes with it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just a normal guy. I say that. Like you said, I'm not a normal guy, but I'm telling myself I'm a normal guy because I don't want people to think that I'm the egotistical rock star. Normal guys don't want to be normal guys. You know? (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. Everyone wants to be above average. Nobody wants to be normal, but they conform to being normal because it's safe. So what would you call, so what if I want to be normal? What, so, what, so am I not normal for wanting to be normal? Mm-hmm. Are you not normal for wanting to be normal? Because I don't, well, I don't want to be, I'm not normal and I don't want to be normal. Exactly. But I'm also, I'm just not above anyone. Like, I I don't ever want, because a lot of people feel like they're entitled or they're above people because of how much money they make or how good they look or how much following they have. How much experience they have. Yeah, yeah, like, me, you, the kid next door, we're all the same. Like, we are all people. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of tattoos, doesn't make me any different from the girl who has no tattoos. Exactly. And you have a lot of skills that... Exactly. Like, we're all the same. So when I say, like, I'm a normal person, I genuinely believe I'm a normal person. Yeah, it's just it's just about keeping that love in your heart. You know where your love is at, you know? And how genuine it is. The authenticity of it. That's not going away. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, I don't know, you said something earlier, like just right now. Like, I think even going back with your parents in a way, it's kind of like it's going to be hard to realize it, but it's going to hit you of like, I can be anywhere and still be okay with being a rock star. You know, Um, I know that even and even if that's not the term that you want to go with of like, I guess, in a way, labeling yourself, but it's just a more specific way of calling you an artist, you know, and that that's one thing that I think every artist encounters is like, um, am I going to be able to do this by myself or am I going to have to depend on the wisdom of somebody else? You know, and that one thing that I've learned from that is that you can't stop learning, you know, always look forward to learn, learn something new from everyone around you. And I don't know, you've had that sense of, uh, you know, being a rock star, being recognized as a rock star and just transferred over to these people who have known you before that, you know? So it's kind of, you're going to see both perspectives of like, um, 
they see the greatness in you, but they also see you as Jordan, you know? Yeah. Kiana's brother, <laughs> as their son, as the person that went here, you know? How you said, like, I'm, I'm, I'm normal. Yeah, sure, I'm normal. I'm, I'm, I'm just a human just like you. But there's some things that I do that you just can't do, and that's okay. There's some things that you do that I can't do, and that's what makes you great, you know? Like, what's so wrong with being great nowadays? Exactly. I, I think everyone is great in their own specific way. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like you said, like, my parents, I think one thing that they noticed about me is that me being away, I matured in a way that wouldn't have happened if I stayed here. Mm-hmm. Me going out and being on my own, it taught me how to be all right by myself. Mm-hmm. And I think they, they know that and they understand that. So, I don't know. I I think the future is bright as far as in my music and all that. We just have to wait and see. Yeah, it, it, again... Just stay in the position, keep doing what you're doing, keep making your music, and keep seeing it, keep seeing the future bright. Even if the reality right now is kind of dark and kind of confusing and kind of, um, yeah, you just don't know what it, what it looks like right now, you know, what the future holds. So it's like, let's just keep the faith, keep the hope, and keep doing your part. That's all you can do, really. You know, and if it comes down to the worst, it's like you've already been through a lot. You've already seen some worst. It's just another one of those moments. And it's like you acknowledge it as a worse moment, but let's make the best of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like you're going to create some great things. I get you. And I for sure, I've already reached a new height compared to where I started. Mm-hmm. So this is just another stepping stone in my life where I've hit a blockade and it's like, all right, are we going right or are we going left? Mm-hmm. And whatever happens, happens. Like, um, what's it called? Your last song, uh, Talk Too Much. Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? Uh, that was like just the reminiscence like i'm reaching the point of my career where i'm finally about to stop writing about my ex Mm -hmm. like i've grown past breakup songs i've grown past like okay i don't need to write about that moment anymore but it's also it's just a relatable song as far as in whether you're dealing with a relationship uh, that struggles with communication or just have, I don't know, problems with being understood by people. Okeke came over the other day. He came to pick up a light because he needed to use it, right? Mm-hmm. And we were just talking. It's exactly how we're talking right now. Saying, catching up. And we brought up your song because you was just coming out and talked too much. Uh-huh. And I brought it up. I was like, hold up, bro. Jordan was onto something in that fucking song. He's like, why? What do you mean? And I'm like, because it could, it, it, in a way, like, I get that it could be with the girl, but it could be with just yourself. Like, people say I talk too much. 
But it's like sometimes you just got to fucking have that conversation with yourself. And I've been doing it a lot, you know, trying to figure shit out to the max that I can. Makes things a lot clearer, a lot simpler than they have to be. Maybe I talk too much. Exactly. Like, it's not always about a girl. That's why in the music video, I didn't want a girl. Um, I wanted it to just be a representative of a figure or a character. And it could just end, be a self-reflection, like yeah, a mirror. Yeah, like I'm definitely one who doesn't talk a lot. Mm-hmm. But once I get comfortable, I end up saying too much or I mm-hmm. don't know when to stop talking. Yeah. So I talk too much. Uh-huh. And that was the song. Like, What's so wrong with talking too much? You know what I mean? It's uh, it's com- it, it's conversations that you need to have. And like why I don't know, people avoid it. People avoid it out of fear. People avoid it out of, I guess, the consequences that come with the conversation. But it's like um, Adrian said it. He's like, this too shall pass. It was, you know, you're only 20 years old. You're going to have this conversation. You're going to have this experience. It may not be the best potential. Like when I moved over here, dude, I have no idea what the fuck I was going to do. You know, like I did. I It was completely different. And yesterday I was working out uh, upstairs in my dad's room and I put the weights down and I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, you look so different. Like, you've grown so much here in this brand new environment. And from everything that I've learned, it's like, whatever comes my way, like, I'm going to go at it, like, with with everything. You know what I mean? And if it's just that growth and experience, I'm telling you, tap into that. You know, mm-hmm. you've gained a lot of experience. Like, even compared to any of our friends here, you have so much to teach us. <laughs> but there's a lot of, that we can teach you. You never know. Yeah, I get you. There's I, a lot of shit that you can teach yourself that you never knew was there because you never really tried looking for it or learning from it. What's well, like... I don't... I I know that you guys all see me as Jordan Polani, the rock star, the TikToker. But, like, I don't know. I look at you guys, and I see that you guys work so hard in your craft. And to be honest, Mm -hmm. you guys put in more effort than these people who are actually doing it. Mm -hmm. Like, you just don't have, say, the looks or the consistency Mm -hmm. of those people. But the work ethic... The work ethic and the skill, it's all there. Mm-hmm. Like, Adrian, he is the most talented person I've ever met. Mm-hmm. But he's not, he doesn't have a million followers or he's not getting paid thousands of dollars for what he does, which is crazy to me. Because mm-hmm. he could. Because he could. And, and he can. He can. He just... That's why I, in my mind, the only things that are limiting is he's here. Mm-hmm. Like, if he was in L.A., he has the opportunity to work for these people like he's already doing now. He's working with the, the content group, being their editor. But, like, he's able to do that for more people 
earn more money and then build more connections and as he's growing he could go network with more people gain their followers collab with them and that's how it like works in this industry it's all about who you know mm-hmm. so that's what they said me, about college see college is different because college isn't based on social media music whatever it's all about popular. Not even like how many friends you have. It's how many people like, comment, share, whatever your shit. You could look at it like that, but it could also be like how many people you connect with. Like even if it's some getting somebody's attention. Like I'm it's crazy that some UFC fighters have liked and commented on my stuff or sent me a message and I'm like I would have never thought that and and all I had to do was create one little video. Mm-hmm. or one little thing and if i really like grasped onto it and i really stayed consistent and did my part like who knows in these past five years instead of working at best buy i could have been you know and i could I be living you. in that like i could have i should have but it's like nah i know what i have to do now so let's fucking get down to it i get you and yeah. it it's different because i know adrian he's not the type of person who wants like millions of followers Mm -hmm. with his skills with his talents he's able to get millions of followers like adrian's a real like great guy he has a great personality Mm -hmm. one of the most kindest hearts you'll ever meet he's a good looking dude no homo and like he it's like he's an artist yeah and i imagine like all right if i had those skills i would Boom, take over the world. Like, and. Because, dude, th- it's the same exact way. We all, it's, that's the beauty of it, is that we all see that same thing. If I knew how to produce music like Ergie, I could say the same shit. Like, oh, man, I could, you could take over the world right now. I see you right now. If I had the same, I guess, even if you don't think you have it, there's something that, it's the star in you, bro. That could really take you to such far depths, and it's just a matter of you seeing it. And I'm telling you, like I'm here confirming it to you. It's something that you already know. It just needed to be confirmed. Like you have that within you. I see that with Ergie. I see with with Adrian. I see that with Ryan. It's just a matter of doing it. I don't know. There's really nothing else to go around it besides, you know, what you have to do. It's just a matter of coming to an understanding of doing it mm-hmm. taking action that's so crazy because you guys see me how i see you but mm-hmm. i don't see it the other way around like i can't see me how Whew. you see me yeah man i mean i talk about it like i talk about it to myself all the time like damn bro i'm not doing shit right now this podcast last time i uploaded it was two months ago oh shit i'm not like they're gonna start questioning stuff I like they may be thinking that I have like a podcast or something that it's so cool, but I'm doubting the fuck out of everything that I do on a daily basis, like this UFC account, this podcast episode. And now it's it's shifted of like these people are telling me these things that they see within me and I see it, too. But I'm doubting myself a lot saying, no, I'm I'm not doing it, but I see why I'm not doing it, you know? So it's like you make the little changes, you make the understandings, and then you just get to it. And you, I don't know, I have yet to see the uh, the changes that are being made. 
as of right right now, but I have seen the changes that I've made within the podcast by barely doing it. You know, you've the same thing with you. You've seen the changes that you've made by you thinking that you're barely doing it, that you're barely showing up. And everyone around you is saying like, oh, this is great. Like you're doing so good. And it's true, dude, you're doing really good. And by you barely doing it and getting to that level, now imagine if you gave it your 100%. On like be religious to this. You wake up and how you said, music. You yeah. Know? Fuck everything else. This is your world now. <laughs> Take it. Conquer. I get you. Make it your kingdom, bro. They're giving you all the time in the world to create. How valuable is that? To be you. You know? We have to put on this mask and this, like, we have to show up to work with, like, this customer service fucking, you know, or do tasks that don't benefit you at all. You do, it's like everything that you do within that time span stays in that time span. You know what I mean? Like, it's all counted for. You see the limit. It's eight hours of work that's going to give you eight hours, not even, especially now, fucking eight hours of work. You spend it on two different things and it's gone. It's it's such it's kind of sad in a way because it's like yeah i'm doing my part for the world but by doing my part for the world i'm sacrificing myself you know all of my creativity because you don't want to come home and fucking write a song afterwards after working a full shift you know it's hard and you've done it you know you've worked that eight hour shift you had that experience so it's like take that away you it's just a matter of you being true to yourself. So believe it. Yeah. Some of the biggest things that I've lost since working and trying to balance music is sleep, money, mm-hmm. and time. Like, um, I don't sleep at normal hours, staying up to like 4 a.m. every day, wake up at 9, 8, go to work, and... Because I think about it like this, like your sleep allows you to go throughout the day feeling you have the most time. Like sleep is super important. You know, you wake up and you're ready to go. Right. However you wanted with that peace of mind, Um, looking into like the neuroscience aspect of uh, your brain and how it works. It's really interesting because it's like uh, you wake up and you go outside to get that sunlight so you can perform throughout the day in the most optimal way right so it's like okay cool if i prioritize sleep in a good healthy way it's going to allow me to give me more time to lead to a lot of money not i'm gonna limit my time i'm gonna limit my sleep to go work that's going to limit my time that's going to give me a limited amount of money that's funny, because the one of the things that I say is I'll sleep when I'm dead, only because I see if I could, if I had three wishes, I would wish to never worry about money, to never have to sleep, and to never have to eat. Bro, if you were at your parents' house, you can be in your room not sleeping, not eating, <laughs> you know, and just working all night long. You'll you'll sleep till you're dead, how you said. Yeah. You know, I get you. It makes sense to me. Yeah, I'm hoping it makes sense to you a little bit. It does. It definitely does. 
it, it's cool to simplify shit, you know? Because it's it can be such a big problem that takes your toll on your mental. And when your mental's like going through a war, it's hard to create, you know? One of the things that's like crazy to me is, so in the work week, I have two days off. And most of those days, I either spend it whether that be with my girlfriend or I come out here to either spend time with my family, work on music, get tattooed, uh, get a haircut. Everyone that's like close to me is here. Like mm-hmm. my music is here. My tattoo artist is here. My barber is here. My family is here. But you have I'm, your circle. Yeah. You already have your kingdom established here, <laughs> dog. I just wish it wasn't here sometimes it's about um huddling down kind of like you know holding down the fort and then expanding when the time is right you know I got you. one day once you've really planned out and you've really put in a lot of work it's going to be the time the opportunity where that that's going to show up to your door saying hey it's time to expand it's time to conquer more let's go and do it and the same exact thing you know Maybe you're making a return to your kingdom. Think about it like that. You've already ventured off to a, to the northern region. <laughs> you know? You've already ventured off over there. You've seen all this crazy shit. Yeah. So you know exactly how you're going to come back and build your empire. Be confident, bro. <laughs> Trust in yourself. I get you. Let's see how you said you've seen how alone you can get. I've seen how alone I can get. How when sometimes it feels that it's up to you to figure it out on your own because nobody else is going to get it, you know? Nobody else is doing the same thing you're doing. But it's like the more you understand yourself, the more you get to understand people. You know, I've been through a lot of the same things that, well, maybe not to the greatest extent that you've done, you know, going to LA and experiencing all of that. But it's about growth. Everyone's been growing. And that's something that you just don't stop doing. Keep growing. Keep expanding. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. You're doing a great job. Thank you. And a lot of people have told that to me. And mm-hmm. it's just so hard for me to get out of my own ways. Yeah. So I appreciate it. And definitely, definitely have a lot to think about. I just... I don't know. This life is, this life is tricky. Very confusing. Very tricky. Has a mind of its own, but sometimes that mind isn't the, the smartest one compared to yours. <laughs> uh, what's it called? We said it last time. Socrates. You know, all I know is that I know nothing. Same shit with everybody. You know, everybody doesn't. Everyone's figuring shit out. They don't know what they're gonna do. So it's okay for you to do the same thing, and right. think of it to the greatest that you can. It's crazy. This exact conversation is what Adrian and I are like. Because Forget Tomorrow is more than a band. Forget Tomorrow is a mindset. It's a way of life. It's yeah. some. It's like a. It's like a. It's basically like our circle, put into a phrase. Mm-hmm. Forget tomorrow, dude. Yeah, forget tomorrow. Like just, be in the moment. Go do what you want to do. Stop worrying about. Oh, what happens if this or... Setting limits upon yourself. Yeah. So, Only limits yourself. Like this in conversation that we had, it's all what Forget Tomorrow stands for. Mm-hmm. 
So that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You just got to hang through it and you'll see something beautiful at the end of it. I guess you. I think that's where we're going to end it. Two hours and 18 minutes. Even with this. I mean, look at him. How beautiful, how peaceful was he sleeping after He's all of dead tired. As a 21-year-old who lived on his own, had a 9-to-5, got a dog, bought his own apartment, then left the apartment, is now renting out a room and going from couch to his girlfriend's house to work to driving to come back to Corona and then back to L.A., not knowing what the future holds i'm i'm unsure about what i'm gonna do in life Mm -hmm. but i also i have a goal that i set that i'm sticking to which is i will succeed doing music and by any means i'll make it happen that's that main center of the grid that I was talking about. That's your goal. Mm-hmm. That's what you're working for. So if it doesn't go on that grid, it's going to suck sometimes not being able to go and do it. But you know what you got to do. Stick to that grid. See the best movements. What's going to benefit that to benefit everything else. Priorities, right? <laughs> priorities. Priorities, priorities, priorities. <laughs> well... Thanks for coming on, bro. It was a pleasant, it was pleasant conversation that we had. Of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, coming here, being with you, and just talking, it opened my eyes to a lot, mm-hmm. and it made me realize what I try to preach to people is like, don't doubt yourself, mm-hmm. and just forget tomorrow. Yeah, forget about <laughs> tomorrow. Focus on today. Keep creating. Keep building. Keep learning keep living that's what i always say yeah i think that's a good what's it called how everyone has it in their house to live laugh love i mean i don't have nothing here but yeah live laugh love it really is that i have that in my house yeah. <laughs> well thank you for coming on tell everyone where they can find you um you can find me on social media at jordan Polani on all platforms uh go stream my music uh, talk too much out now and forget tomorrow forget x tomorrow on all social medias we're coming out with a song young love june 16th um and yeah continue to chase your dreams every day to a new chapter of jordan polani legacy <laughs> I'm telling you bro Man. believe it believe it thank you guys for watching I'll catch you guys on the next podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe. If you guys are listening to and are you if you guys are listening to us in any uh, audio platforms, come over to YouTube. We got a video here. We make some expressions. We got Jackson here. Sleepy as hell. <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna be it. Thank you guys so much for watching. I'll catch you guys all in the next podcast.